Welcome everyone, we're about to begin BPJ number 33, that's Spice Primi Joint Group number 33 for men and women. We're talking about eight dates by John and Julie Gottman and by Doug and Rachel Abrams. And we are going through date number one, the conversations to have. These are eight dates that are continuous. A date number one, lean on me, trust and commitment. And a big connection and a big idea of the trust and commitment date when you talk to each other is ways that you cherish each other because the commitment is based on thinking and communicating to your husband and wife that she and he is precious to you, not replaceable. And we went through various things to discuss and to talk about how you cherish each other. And we're going to continue on that list. They have a 99 uh, thing list. Most of them does resonate. Um, but And you could add thousands and thousands more. Um, and we're going to continue. The idea of, I love the way you welcome guests, as an example, by the Shabbos table. I love the way how organized and efficient you can be. Or that we listen to the same music to, to, together. Or I admire so many of your skills. The idea is like this. This idea is very, very important. When you admire the skills that they have, your husband or your wife, it is such a beautiful thing to acknowledge. And it motivates your husband and wife to feel good about themselves and to want to develop this skill even further. Or that you have loved and helped some of my relatives. This is very, very important also because very often a husband develops a certain special kesher, a special connection to the wife's brother, as an example, or brother-in-law through the wife, as an example, and so on and so forth. And they have a tremendous kesher, and they connect, and they do chesed for each other, and, and, and the wife really, really gets a tremendous amount of enjoyment out of that, and sipika nefesh, that my husband's getting along so much with my brother, and they have a great relationship, and they're connecting, and the other way around you have too, Baruch Hashem, very often where a, a husband has a sister or a sister-in-law from the husband's side and, and his wife has a tremendous kesha with her. And that happens a lot in marriages. And that showing and expressing akaras type to each other of how much you loved my relative, how much you helped my relative, is a tremendous source of expressing appreciation, how much you cherish your husband and wife for doing that, for being there for your relative. That, 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 that you're... Your own sister was enriched by the fact that your wife came into her life. That your own brother was enriched by the fact that your husband came into his life. And that's something that is very important to express to one another and appreciate and have a car to each other for. Or, I admire how brave you have been at times. This one is very, very important. Very often, a husband or wife, you could tell is doing something that's right, that's important, that's hard for them to do. It's hard for them to do because it's against their nature, or in this case, brave, meaning they're scared. They're scared by nature, they would be scared and they would run the other way. And here they're facing it and dealing with it. And, and that is something that a husband and wife could praise each other for and appreciate each other for. You know, for example, uh, whatever it is that the husband had an opportunity to give a shear 
and he's usually not the type to give shiurim, and he pushes himself through. And and then someone asks him to give a shear, your husband, and he goes and does it. And, 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 and you know he's scared and uncomfortable, and he did a good job. And the very fact that he tried that, and the wife encourages him for that. I see it was hard for you to do, you know? Or, or, or let's say public speaking, you know, he has to speak by certain simchas and he's very, very shy and he pushes himself through it. And the wife shows, I see how brave you are. I see how, you know, you did something that's against your nature and you did it. And the, and the husband recognizes in his wife that too. When sometimes she has to make, she knows she needs to make an important phone call, whatever it is, and it's difficult for her to do, to reach out to whoever. And the husband sees this and she does it anyway. And he, he praises her for it. I see you did something that was hard for you. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing that. I admire you for doing that. I respect your values. A lot of times, certain ones, and this happens in a husband and wife all the time, where, where a husband is like wavering about a certain moral of some sort, and the wife puts that healthy perspective. No, you know, you need, you know, this is wrong, this is right. And the husband acknowledges, you know, you're right. You're right. Or the other way around sometimes. It could go either way. Where where you're both good people, but sometimes, you know, it's not clear. Something's not clear. We're doing the right thing, not the right thing. And 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 through your wife, she's explaining, oh, you know, this is the right way to do it. Or the way you're thinking, this could maybe a mistake. And you thank her for it. She's putting you on the right path. She's giving you giving you a, a clear understanding of something. And you joy and you have a karsa type. Or that you you're, you you um, you know if someone um, we talked about this before that publicly or anything like that if someone says something negative, your husband and wife and you defend them and you thank them when they defend you. Number thirty eight is that we enjoy physical intimacy together, and that's also important to discuss with one another. I, you know, in, in an open way, the things you enjoy. There are times to discuss. You know, like we talked about when we were talking about the shiurim about physical intimacy and how to discuss with each other the likes and dislikes and all that. We're not getting into that right now. Uh, that's a separate issue, a separate shear, that there's, there's a place for that, and it's very important. But when in this particular date, and maybe in the neither period, it may not be the right time to elaborate on this when you're on a date of such a nature, but but when the tar period more appropriately, but you could talk about in, in a in a nice you know warm loving way that you love being with each other, or these aspects that you love being with each other when you're together this way, and it really really is 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 something very special to me, and you could discuss that. Or you always look great, thirty nine. And, and 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 this is very very important. We talked about it. You know you know there's a lot of. Uh, shiurim towards the women, uh, by by women even, you know, it makes no difference. But the, you know, normal people that are that are involved in in, in shalom bias things and everything, where they tell the women, you know, the husband feels very good when you dress nicely, and and it's tremendous chesed for him, and it motivates him to do more for you when you dress nicely for him. Overall, it his mood gets better, and he's, he's he feels better, and he appreciates it more. That's very very true. Uh, but men need to understand that it goes the other way around too, you know. There's there's a, there's a there's an extra focus on the women looking good for the men, 
But what's equally true is the men need to look well and presentable and nice and for, for, the, for the wives. And so you look great is something that is a compliment that when they do do this and to praise them for it, I appreciate. Meaning if, if a wife is actually doing this for her husband, if a wife is actually dressing up nicely and presentably and looking beautiful for her husband, the husband should not ignore that. The husband should express great akaras type to her. I thank you. I see, you know, it's it's more comfortable for you to dress this way. Instead, you're, you're going out of your way to put on the shaitl and some makeup or whatever it is. I appreciate that. I appreciate you doing that for me. And he's open about it. And he expresses his akaras about it to her. That's very, very important. If she's doing that for you, and, and she's not always in the mood of doing that for you, you know, or doing that, you know, she'd rather, you know, but she's doing it and she's doing it because she knows it gives you enjoyment and she knows it gives you sipik on nefesh. She knows it's good for the marriage and she knows it's a good way of connecting with you and you, you need to recognize it and give her tremendous akaras atayv and thank her. Thank her for dressing up for you. Thank you for always looking great for me and thank her for it and, and from the depths of your heart. And it goes the other way around too. A husband needs to understand this too. It's important for women also that the husbands dress nicely. So if let's say the, the husband by nat- nature is not into that so much, but it bothers the wife a little bit, or maybe even a lot, and she expresses that to him, it's the husband needs to really work on that. Needs to work, I, 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 I'm going to buy these type of shirts or these type of things, please wear it, make sure it's in your pants, you know, you know, <laughs> not, not sticking out or whatever it is. And, and, and all of those things. And when he's doing it, and he's doing it because his wife feels good about it and she's requesting this from him. She, he's doing the right thing. And when the wife sees that, she should show him a car type. And I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate the times where you covered for me when I've been down or that I could count on you when the chips are down, meaning things are bumpy and you, 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 um, you, I, I can count on you. And um, and so on. They go through loving a pet together. Okay, you know we're not going to get into that one now. I fell in how we fell in love with each other. Number forty four is very very important. Number forty four is you make me feel safe. And this is so important. You make me feel safe. Make me feel safe uh, doesn't just mean physically that you're protecting her and and all of that, but it means emotionally feeling safe. This means, what we talked about often, is that when a wife is, is not scared to be vulnerable to her husband, where her husband is not scared to be vulnerable to his wife, they know they're not going to hurt each other. Because, again, in a marriage, it's the most sensitive relationship. And very often, the reason why people close up and are afraid to open up is because they're afraid by giving over personal information of an emotional nature to another person, they can use that as a weapon to hurt them. And the greatest gift you could give to your husband, the greatest gift you could give to your wife, is that their ability to tell you and express to you the most vulnerable thoughts of their insecurities or their fears, what they're scared about. And they express it to you as a husband or wife. And this applies even in the physical intimate aspects that's one reason that holds back a barrier between the husband and wife from enjoying each other sexually 
is because they're afraid to tell each other what makes them feel good, what their fantasies are about that. I'm talking about healthy fantasies between a husband and wife type of thing. I don't mean in any other negative way or, or, or what, what, what um, you know, they enjoy and what they really want their husband and wife to do for them. And they're afraid to say anything because they may say something that may seem, how are they going to take it? They're going to think I'm animalistic. They may think I'm being um, selfish. They may think I'm crazy. And the idea that you could say anything like that, that's really in the depths of your heart, and you know that your husband and wife not only won't make fun of you, not only may not look at you strange, but will embrace it, will listen and say, I'm there for you. And I understand what you're saying. And, 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 and I'm glad you told me. I'll do anything I can for you to make, to do what you, you know, to, to make you feel what you want to feel. So that's very important. And that requires a safety. So you make you feel safe. It's expressing, I mentioned just now, on, in, the, in the physical intimate level. That makes it, if you want, basically that's really one of the keys to enhance that art, that part of the relationship, is to be open about each with each other and not feel, uh, and that you feel safe, that the other one's not going to embarrass, feel you know, embarrass them or demean them in any way. But on the other hand, their respect goes higher and higher by the fact that they're expressing that vulnerability and an emotional and an emotional aspects too, with all your feelings and your worries. And you express your worries and fears. And, and, and not to say or think, oh, you're showing me a weakness. You're weak. No. You, you have courage to tell me this. And I appreciate that. And, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work with this together. And if the secret is safe with me, I'm not telling this to anybody else. It's just between me and you. And it's sacred. And we're going to work on it together. And that you are a kind person. I cherish that you're a kind person. Cherish that you're a kind person means that you recognize all chasad and the midas chesed that's within your husband, within your wife, whether it's to yourselves, whether it's to your children, whether it's to other people. And you mocker it and say, I, I am so fortunate that you have that kindness in you, that you're developing that chesed, that you give tzedakah, that you try helping people that you're a kind person overall. I'm fortunate and I'm grateful that I married a person that has this kindness in them. And I cherish you. This is a real, real, real important one, that you have forgiven me. In the past, everyone gets hurt in marriage. It's just part of life. Just like everyone gets hurt by their parents. It's part of life. We learn to forgive. We learn to move on. And in marriage, that's one of the biggest keys to learn that even after a conflict and after a bump in the road or after one behaved in a bad mood toward the other and they recognize it and they ask the forgiveness and the one is for, and said, I forgive you. I forgive you means I forgive you for real. Just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu does with us every day and especially in Kippur. You ask Mechila and Hashem doesn't bear the grudge and say, Okay, uh, all right, I'll forgive you, but then I'll, I'll, I'll remember and, you know, and no, it's completely forgiven. 
We don't realize this, and we try to emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu this way, and it's important to point this out, because for all of you that have this um, despair in you, when you think Yom Kippur, you really did chuva on something, and you're not repeating it, and you have this nagging thought that God will, you know, has a long memory, and I mean, he's going to get me for this, and whatever it is. And one needs to realize that, 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 that the way Yom Kippur works is let's say, I'm just giving you an example, let's say it's the last Yom Kippur of a person's life, okay? He asks Mechila for it, or whatever it is. Or let's say it's not, and it finally goes up, Lacha may have asked, and he goes upstairs, okay? And he is a nervous wreck. It's the it's, it's the real judgment, and uh, you're expecting, you know, this is the Oilam Emes, right? So you're sitting there, uh, uh, you know, as a, as a, you know, whether you're going to go this way or that way. And Malachim are, are throwing on, uh, uh, you know, the negative things, and then the mitzvahs are weighing it. And then, let, let's say, I'm just giving this example, Baruch Hashem, you're the, the, the scale tipped in your, in your direction. And Baruch Hashem, you know, you are Zeich Abedin, and, and, and you're, you're, you get a ticket to Gan Eden. You're thrilled. But then you wonder something. You say, wait a minute, this is the Olam Emes. How come, you know, these malachim who brought these averis, you know, there were not too many of them here, Baruch Hashem, and I want, you know, uh, and, and everything's good. But what about all those other things? I know I did. I did when I was 20. I did when I was 30. I did when I was 40. What happened to them? And you, and you basically, you tap the shoulder of a particular malach there and say, you know, I'm happy that I'm going to Ganeidin. I'm happy I was Zeich I'm happy that uh, my various were minuscule or they were forgiven because of the storm that I had in my lifetime or whatever it is. But, 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 but you know, you guys have a perfect filing system here. And I'm just an honest person. I know I did this and this and this and the other thing. I did these all these Averis when I was a teenager and then when I was in my 20s or 30s. I did all these Averis. And I know I did them. And, and, and it's not here. It wasn't part of this Din V'cheshman. You know, we're, you know I'm, 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 I'm happy, but on the other hand, fear is fear. Why didn't you put up there all those black Averis on this side of the scale that I know I did? And the malachim will look at you like, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Well, I, I, there's nothing there. And why, Taka, is it there nothing there? Because Hashem said, uh, uh, you know, that machis, you know, I'm wiping away your averis when you do tshuva. Wiping away means wiping away. It's not there. So there's amnesia up there. What do you mean? There's no avera. Well, they'll play back that, when we always talk about that, that they'll play back like a video all the things you did from the day you were born towards the end, to the end of your life. But the things you truly repented on, and especially those things that tshuva mahava, where, where, where it becomes into mitzvahs, they're not, they're not in existence anymore. Hashem truly forgave you. And that's the way a deep, healthy marriage works the same way. When you forgive your wife, you forgive your husband, and you move on, that means you forgave them, period. It's over. It's gone. It's wiped out of the heart. It, 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 it's, it's, we move on. We don't carry that baggage anymore. Just like we don't want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to carry our Averis that we ready the tshuva on. And it's over. It doesn't exist anymore. Shem wants us to do that for each other. You have forgiven me. You have forgiven me. I love how romantic you are. Again, romantic here should be in the healthy way. And 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 then we have more to go on this list that's could die to talk about. 
But the idea being over here is the idea very important to admire a person's skills and to build them up for that. When your wife or husband made uh, your relative richer, meaning before you were married, you had a relative, and now that you married and that your wife now came into this relative's life or your husband came into this relative's life and enriched their life, you show Akar Satayif to them. You express to them, I am so happy. We're going to talk later about, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, you know these, these, these cynical things about in-laws and this and that. But Baruch Hashem, you have many marriages where sometimes it's very unusual, but it does happen a lot. Where, where a wife would have a closer relationship to the mother-in-law than a mother. And a husband will have a closer relationship to the father-in-law than a father. This is not so uncommon in marriage. And to have a karsatoy for that. Or in this case, you, 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 look, we're not talking about parents right now. We'll talk about a different time. But you, 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 have, you thank your wife or your husband for, for, for having a special relationship with one of your relatives and making, you know, and making you know, their life a brighter place because of the fact that they're here for them. And the vulnerability. The vulnerability of, and, and honestly saying how you enjoy being together, even in the physical, intimate way, is a healthy thing to do. And the feeling safe. I mean, Messiah with the feeling safe, because that is really, really a true key. To feel safe with one another, and never, never look down. And no matter what they say, that they're, you see they're struggling, they're afraid to say something that is embarrassing to them because they're saying something deeply personal. And when you accept that, not only you know with a full sensitivity and embracing them as a person, I accept you, I don't care. That you told me you think that's embarrassing, I accept it fully and I love you for it. That's the most liberating thing you could do. And the biggest chesed you could do for your husband or your wife. Bracha natzlacha.